Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. You can't want anything with kids. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. How much are the players looking forward to Arsene Wenger arriving? <laughs> Thanks for joining us on this week's show. We're going to be discussing the most underrated 11 Premier League players that we can think of. So, let's get started. We're going to go around like a round table and we'll all start by giving a goalkeeper. You can give a brief description if you want of what, why you think they're in your top 11. Once you've done that, we'll make a decision per position. It's going to be a 4-4-2 and we'll start with Miller with the goalkeeper. So, Miller? Nigel Martin. Uh, Lee Harper, who are you going for? Well, I just want to say... Nigel Martin was the first million-pound goalkeeper. Well, anyway, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we'll talk about it after, but I'm going to go Tim Flowers. I'm going um, ex-Miller's keeper, Mark Swartzer. Miller stole my thunder and chose Martin. OK, I've gone with Neil Sullivan of Wimbledon, but I think you could have easily gone Flowers, Martin. But for me, I thought Neil Sullivan was a, was a complete package. I mean, he was a good shot-stopper, good at commanding his box. And I, I don't... Yeah, for me, I think I think Neil Sullivan. I will name one goalkeeper, that Alex Manninger for Arsenal. Listen, like I said, he's not my goalkeeper. I, I pick Flowers, but I was just saying he was brought to my attention. He was a good understudy, and we're talking about underrated keepers. Obviously, he was never number one there. I get what you're saying, but why did Manninger leave then? If he was that good, don't sit on the bench for all your career. So, but he he's a good keeper though, and he was underrated, and he was number two. We've got two people here from Nigel Martin. I would choose him for he shot stop. He's Demanding in the box, and he was very unlucky in the international that he had David Seaman to try and get in front of. I do agree. With, I do agree with Adams just said there. Like I said, he he was the first million pound goalkeeper. This so, listen, flowers the eleven. Is, when you when you talk about great goalkeepers, no one ever mentions him, and that's the thing. Yeah. He was a really good goalkeeper, but yet all these other goalkeepers. That's what makes him underrated. Because when you think of great goalkeepers, his name doesn't get mentioned in first. Tim Flowers don't get mentioned. I know he won the Premier League, but Graham, come in with your your pick. Was it uh, Swartzer, Middlesbrough? Yes, it was Swartzer for me. Um, basically, what Dave was saying there. Um, I think when you look back to the nineties, I think it's dominated by Schmeichel and Seaman, isn't it? Really? I mean, they're the two names straight away you think of. Um, they've all got individual. Goalkeepers, obviously. I think, I mean, to be honest, I forgot about Nigel Martin. I went with Swartzer because he played for Fulham, so I did see a lot more of him than just on the telly at Middlesbrough. Um, I just remember him not making too many mistakes. He was quite solid. But Martin's a good choice as well. Yeah, I'm not too certain on the Manager thing. I think I'd go with Flowers. I like the choices so far. Yeah, I'd go with, I'd go with Martin. That's a pretty good choice. Swartzer was a goalkeeper as well, to be fair. Lee's got a very good point saying he's the first million-pound goalkeeper. So at one stage, he wasn't ever underrated because he's a million-pound goalkeeper. Uh, Harper, who are you going with? Flowers. Uh, Miller? Sticking with Nigel Martin, mate. Holland? Nigel Martin, Bosch. Graham? Obviously, I'd want Schwarzer, but um, majority role, I'm going to go with Martin. I think that's a good choice. I'll go with Nigel Martin as well. So that's four for Nigel Martin and one for Flowers. Now we're going to start with left-back. I'm going to start with this one. My pick of left-back is Lusso. I'll explain my reasons in a second. He weren't an out-and-out left-back, but he covered there a lot. Gary Kelly. Uh, Harper? Gary Kelly was a right-back, was he? Yeah, that's right. He was an out-and-out, but he played both. To be fair, I'm sure I'm going to get positions wrong, so I'm not going to dig you out, Miller. I think Lasso. I'm not having Lasso. I think Lasso was quality. I don't think he was underrated. Yeah. I can't. I, I can't have that. That's a stinker. Well, 
No, I'm going to do everything and I'll come back and I'll defend why. why. <laughs> so what's yours then? <laughs> See, this is, I found this difficult, right? And I've, I've gone, I've gone for Clive Wilson. I thought he was, I thought he was all right. Like I say, I'm not, I'm not going to say any of my my team are world beaters or anything. Like but like Clive Wilson was, he was rapid. And he, I thought he was all right. I was waiting for the Rufus Brevet shot then. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah, no, I know a little bit about football, but that's just a disgrace to mention him. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going Chris Powell, grafter. Nigel Winterburn. Due to the fact, I know he was in a very successful Arsenal squad and as a back four, like he was up and down and he could also score a good good goal from now and then. He yeah, an absolute weldy against Chelsea. Remember Chelsea. that? Oh, my mm. days. Let me just start with Lasso because everyone more questions about Lasso. I'm going to read you a quick stat. Dennis Irwin... Underrated or, or rated? Yes or no? What would you say? Rated. Um, rated. Rated. I'm saying underrated. Winning things. I can't the only reason he's underrated could be played for Ireland. Sorry. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't think he's underrated. So, so my question is this. When you think of great left-backs in the Premier League, you say Ashley Cole, a left-back. I would, I would say Nigel Winterburn over history. You know, Patrice Evra. Just general left-backs. Lasso doesn't get mentioned, but I'm going to read you his stat. So for, he played 322 games, got 12 goals and 44 assists. And Dennis Irwin played 328 games and only got 25 assists and uh, 18 goals. And, and Dennis Irwin took free kicks and penalties. But you wouldn't put Lasso in the same bracket as, as Irwin. So for me, I think Chris Powell's a good shout. But I think the back in his career chart when he got his first England call up, I think he got recognised later on in his career for being a really good left back. So for that reason, I, I wouldn't have Chris Powell's underrated. I think Kelly was decent, agreed. Winterburn, I, I don't say you could be winning titles year in, year out. Well, not year in, year out. It was Arsenal after all. But how you could be winning a title or two and be a constant in one of the, the best back four line in the world football and call someone underrated. So yeah, but he couldn't be into the England squad. Yeah, but what does that what mean? Well, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I've kind of based my 11 underrated, obviously on England caps. So I, I have gone down that route. But that's it. He really, I don't think he got the... Adams got the credit in that back four more than anyone really and Seaman Winterburn Dixon a little bit I could have gone Dixon right back I've gone, I've gone for another right back but I think Winterburn definitely underrated in my opinion Graham what are you thinking? Cliff they're all valid cases aren't they um, it's a t- for, for Winterburn he's got, uh, he's got a good case because um, I think a lot of players get thought of before him It's with the Winterburn thing it's the title after winning the titles and cups isn't it um, I'm not. A, I don't. I with Holland and that with the the South. Um, didn't see enough of Clive Wilson to be, to be fair, Miller. Um, oh, I'd, I'd like to stick with Powell, but I might push towards Winterburn. To be honest, it's just on the fact that the other three played alongside him in that back four were thought of more than what he was, and he he was decent. To be fair, he was a good player. And I but you didn't put him in your team. An Arsenal fan, Winterburn. No, I didn't put him in my team, but I, I could. For all you know, I could be Arsenal heavy. So Winterburn was left back. And I had, I have. Well, we're going to get to it anyway, so there's no point. But I have Dixon at right back for the same reasons Lee put him in. Because when you mention that back four, they're not the first two names that come out your mouth. You've got Bold, you've got Keown, you've got Adams, Seam, and then this them two. So can we? So Wilson and Chris Powell we're knocking to one side. Kelly Millard, do you want to elaborate on Kelly a bit? Longevity and versatile across the back four. He can play anywhere. He covered left back for a long period during these time at Leeds. And yeah, I just think he don't get the credit that he deserves. Like Irwin, can play on both right and left, like we said as well. He's a leader of his team and he never got the credit because he had bigger name players around him. The stats that Paul's saying about the Sun, that is all about assists and goals and stuff. How many clean sheets did they keep? The defenders, 
It ain't about whether they're playing as a full swing or anything like that. Lasso, in terms of in a generation of four four two, where it was you was a left back was you was a left back. Graham Lasso could go forward and come back. Graham Lasso was 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 a, a, if Graham Lasso was in the Premier League now, he would be flying. He'd be one of the best left backs in the country. Uh, you can't. Winterburn wouldn't be. Winterburn would be. Oh, so, if, 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 what are you saying? What are you saying? Then when Lasso was playing, he wasn't one of the best left backs in the country at the time. Then because I I remember him to be pretty decent. Yeah, he, he was. was. He was. He was. But I don't think he got the recognition. Does that make him underrated then? If he was one of the best left backs at the time. As I just said, Nate, if you name five left backs in the Premier League era, the five best in the Premier League era from '92 up until now, Lasso ain't getting in there. Winterburn would get into teams. Dennis Irwin would get into teams. Lasso wouldn't get a mention. Let's be honest. If you said the five best left backs in the Premier League history, Lasso would would not be in it. Winterburn would, I think. Cole would be top. Ashley Cole, Dennis Irwin, Patrice Evra, Nigel Winterburn, and then there might be a case for someone else. Stuart Pearce would probably get in. Yeah, but for me, it's Lasso. <laughs> so we'll have a vote on the on the left back position. Okay, so we'll start with Graham because uh, since you all poo pooed Chris Powell straight away, I, I can't have him, can I? So, but um, I'm going to go for Winterburn. Holland, Winterburn, please. Miller, I'm going Graham Lasso. Harper, yeah, he lo- he loves to fight that boy. Big Nigel, I'm going Lasso, but Nigel Winterburn gets in. Three votes to two. We're going to go over to right back now. So we'll start right back. We'll go with Holland. Uh, for exactly the same reasons that Winterburn was in, I'm going for Lee Dixon. And not only that, when I played right back at school, he was the person that I wanted to be. I supported yeah. Arsenal. He was the Arsenal number two. Mate, he had pace. Yeah, I know. He had everything that I didn't have. But I just, I just as a right back, I, and I supporting the team. I wanted, I wanted to be him. So he, and for me, he was definitely. Under, I, I just thought them left back and right back for Arsenal were underrated. Like I say, when it says that back four, them two are not the first mouth, uh, first names that come out of your mouth. You might as well put Adams in there as well, then, if you're going to start putting left backs and right backs. Can I say something? Can I say, you know, you just said put, you put Dixon in, Dave? Yeah. Right. How many England caps did Dixon get? Oh, I don't know. 22. 22. 22. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, 22. Winterburn got two. Uh, right. So my right back was David Barsley. Obviously, okay. I got to see a lot of him early 90s. Uh, mate, I think he was quality. Like, Tough tackling, up and down, good delivery. But yeah, again, only two England caps. But why? Yeah, but so who was like, like I said, I always base my my um my eleven here on England cap. That's what I've done before Neville. Who would you say? Dixon? Paul Parker. Yeah, Paul, Paul Parker. Agreed. Yeah, Paul Parker. I was going to say Paul Parker because no one ever talks about him either. Yeah, but he's not underrated. He, he was... No, uh, I know. He was really... He was very, very you good. You get Manchester United. You get some Man United, you're not underrated, in my opinion. No, I know. But what I'm saying is, is that he's very, very good, but never gets a mention. No one ever talks about Paul Parker. Go on, Dave. Graham? Uh, yeah, uh, again, good good points. Um, I'm going to go for Steve Watson that was at Newcastle and Villa. Um, I think he could do everything Dixon could do. Um, I think he went slightly under the radar. Um, the only reason he, I don't think he got any England caps, and that's literally because Gary Neville was there. I mean, who's taking Gary Neville's place? But I remember Steve Watson; he could get up and down he, quite frequently up the wing. Um, he was a good, tough tackler. I think he played left and right as well. Just remember being like overall. Good. He, would, he would sometime go in the midfield for, for Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, he's very versatile. Yeah, so uh, as an underrated player, it's rarely spoke about, especially not between us. Like maybe in the northeast and whatnot. But no, Steve Watson for me, I'd, I'd throw him in there, boys. Uh, Miller? 
Yeah, I'm going a bit off it. You probably guys are going to look at me and think, "What? Rob Jones, Liverpool?" Oh uh, yeah, he was alright. Good shout. Good shout. Got very good shout. That Miller. Good. Then he get injured um, very early in his career or something. To, for a guy to be at Liverpool for that duration throughout the whole nineties and only to get eight caps for England. Even Carl's my pick at right back. Um, it was very fast, Carl. Sorry, it was very fast from what I remember, wasn't he? Yeah, very fast. fast. He played over 200 games for Tottenham um, and was was a consistent there on the right-back uh, position. Then when he went to Newcastle, I, th- I thought Newcastle signed him and it was a good signing. Carl, I remember watching him for Spurs and, and, and really thought he was a really good right-back. Right-back's a hard one, I think, to pick. I mean, if you're going underrated again, I can't be having Dixon. Again, in, in, in a back four of champion, uh, you know, championship winners. I just don't see how you, you can fit Dixon in. And I think if you talk about the best five right-backs in the, in the Premier League in that period, I think, again, Dixon's name comes into that. I don't think Barsley... I, think, I didn't see enough of Barsley, but I, I wouldn't say he was ahead of someone like Stephen Carr for underrated. Jones, it, it was a toss-up between Jones and, and, and Carr. For me, it, it would be Stephen Carr. You take the vote then, Mickey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the vote then, yeah. Okay, so, that, so I think we're quite on that one. So I'll go, start off you, Graham. Uh, who are you going for? You're right back. I'd like to stay with Steve Watson. I've heard your boys' opinions. I wouldn't have Dixon. Um, I'm, not, I'm not too sure about Carr. I think you've got a lot of pace. Um, but Miller's thrown one out there for me that I literally forgot all about. Um, I'm actually remember seeing him play as well back when I was a football fanatic back in the early 90s. So I'm, I'd like Watson, but I'm going to throw. I'm going to go with Rod Jones. I am going to go... For, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm... Lee Dixon's been, you know, you boys ain't having it. That's fine by me. I'm we're, go we're not having it, Dave. I, I just don't think he's underrated. I think he's... Even yeah, but is, he any, is, he, is he any less underrated than Winterburn? Yeah, I do believe that. So that's, that's fine, that's fine. But my vote is uh, Rob Jones. I think Rob Jones is a great shout. Miller, are you sticking with Jones? Yeah. Uh, look, Rob Jones is like, he's next best. Okay, so that's Jones at right back, centre back. All right, I'm going to start with this one. Lucas Radaby. I think he was uh, pace, power, read the game brilliantly. Lucas Radovi, I think he should have he should have gone to a bigger club, I think. I think if he went for a bigger club, I think he could have an even, an even better career. So my, my number one pick at centre-back would be Lucas Radovi. I like that, Paul. Um, yeah, he was good, Radovi, wasn't he? Um, I've gone for one. Maybe I don't think any of you guys would have got this. It's, again, what I've seen. He played for Fulham. Um, he had serious, serious injuries. Uh, he got his career back on track, and then he had a car crash. I'm going for cookie Chris Coleman at Blackburn and Palace. He was a man-mountain um, very unfortunate of injuries it was just basically it was solid it's what he, everything you wanted in a centre-back I uh, don't think he got the credit because basically because he was injured all the time it was unfortunate because he was a really quality player I'm going with Danny Maddox <laughs> Danny Maddox one of the best man markers I've ever seen live you do not want to get touched tight next to that man Harper uh, well a lot of people may, may disagree uh, but like I said my underrated 11 is based on the amount of England caps that he won, Steve Bruce. The reason being, he won a lot of trophies Man United. He didn't make one England cap. I don't think he never made the England squad. He never he made the No, he was offered a cap. And the back end of his career was offered it and he turned down a yeah. uh, turned down of, a, What's that? Token gesture? Oh, come on, look. Yeah, yeah that's all grown man. Yeah. yeah, sorry, Lee's hundred percent right. That's what it was. It was goodwill gesture. I think it was with the Keegan and yeah. or Huddle, and he basically, yeah. he told, basically told him to get stuffed. Yeah. He got he got an England B cap in eighty seven. Yeah. Regardless of what everyone thinks about him as, as a manager of now, I've gone for God rest his soul, Ugo Ekiok. He only got four England caps, and he was a mountain of a man. Solid quality centre back, never let you down. And for me, Ugo Okiok is definitely underrated. I had Ugo for my other centre-back. 
Unfortunately, yeah. he had um, Adams, Campbell, Southgate, Rio and Keown in his way for England. But yeah, it's a big shout. Yeah. Love that one. So I'll start first, by the way, Paul. Um, <laughs> all right, Steve Bold. I've gone oh. boldly. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. You can't be... Well, it's only Arsenal back four. They won things. How can I, mean, you I, say named, I named two of them. I named him and Winterburn. That's the only two I've named. That's uh, two... Two of the best centre back, one centre back, left back in the in the country. I I have, I have to agree. You can't have bold. You can't just you can't just kick Dixon into touch and give me all that spill about it and then bring bold into it. No. And Bruce, when I called upon, he delivered. Yeah. <laughs> no one's yeah. arguing. Yeah, I, I think we can chalk off Harper's centre backs. Is just we'll leave it. Must move on. Harper's out. Hey, what, 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 okay, bold and Bruce. Hey, bold and Bruce. Oh, yeah, no, they're decent. Don't get me wrong, but they're not underrated. Just on the Bruce well, thing, like I said, Harper, I'm going to address the Bruce quickly. <laughs> so, as a United fan, I watch a lot of Bruce, and he was fantastic. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Right, no England caps. Just, just say no, no England caps. Yeah, but you can't just go. Oh, you didn't get England caps, so therefore he's underrated. That's ridiculous. Well, he's he not can't in. leave that. Right, so Harper's gone bold, and Bruce. So let's Miller. What was your first pick again, Miller? You boys will laugh at this from school days, Michael Dubry. <laughs> Very underrated as a centre half. He nicked him with a few goals as well, didn't he? Yeah, own goals. <laughs> yeah, he did get a few yeah, own I, goals. I, as well. I mean, I, yeah, I think I, I mean, Paul. I think he was decent. But I think he was very clumsy. <laughs> nah, he, underrated, mate. How can you play for Chelsea, Leeds in the Premier League, and not get a recognition that you deserve? Good agent. Dubry's rubbish. He wasn't a good defender. Underrated. Underrated. Who's yours, Paul? Who's yours, Paul? The eleven. Underrated. Not great. Underrated. Was Ian Pearce. Ian Pearce from West Ham. I thought Ian Pearce was fantastic. Average. Um, Steve Bruce was one of the first ones I put in the team, and I took him out because I thought I can't. Have, I, you can't put Bruce with someone who's been at a club. Do you, know, do, you know what, do you know what I looked at with that? Gary Pallister. I think he might. He, he's he's more underrated. I'd say Bruce. he was more underrated than Bruce Pallister. Right, okay. Right. Right. Listen. Right. So if I if I show you my notes that I've written down. Yeah, Pallister was in. Pallister was ahead of Bruce, but Pallister had twenty-two caps for England. Bruce had none. So this is why I went Bruce instead of Pallister. Lee, who was your other centre back, mate? Have you said your other centre back? Yeah, Bruce and Bold. Bruce and Bold. Oh, Bold. Oh, Bold. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bold. Um, Bruce, Bruce Bold. who are you going with? I've gone, I've gone. I've gone for you. You won't believe this, but I've gone for Matty Elliott. Nice. Yeah, Leicester. Hey, decent. Yeah, decent. Yeah, nice yeah. shout. Nice shout. Yeah I, yeah, I like that shout. Yeah, I thought he was. Forgot he was all about decent. him. So uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, I thought I was struggling with this, but I'm putting out some classics now. Personally, Egyog was the number one that I looked at, and I pulled him out because I just I wasn't too sure on Egyog. But I would go with. From but my pick now would be Egyog and Radaby. But if we're going with the consensus of everyone else, Doobie ain't getting in it because you. you, you <laughs> <laughs> worst XI maybe not not underrated. Right. Hold on, so no one's going for Bruce. Is he not in the center? Is he not in the team? All right, seriously. Right, who? What? So <laughs> Bruce, bro. Wait, just wait. Just get on Bruce. Okay, let's let's have it to a vote then. Dave, can you just read out all the the centre backs again? Yeah. So, so we've got um, uh, Adam Millers is um, Danny Maddox and Michael Dubry. David Ollens is Ugo Ekiog and Matt Elliott. Um, Lees is Steve Bruce and um, Steve Bold. Yours, Paul, is Lucas Radibi and Ian Pearce. And mine is Ugo Ekiog and Chris Coleman. Miller? 
yeah, Holland surprised me with those two shots. I'm going with them two as well. Graham? Yeah, again, with Holland's two shouts, um, I'm sticking with Eggy. I'd love to put Cookie Coleman in there. Um, it looks like his mind's been poo-pooed again. But it's a tough one between Bruce because he's England caps and Matty Elliott. But I'm going to be stubborn. I'm stopping with Chris Coleman, boys. I want Chris Coleman in there. But yeah, definitely Ekiog for, for certs, yeah. I'm going to go and then I'll hand it over to Harper because I think he's got a second say if Bruce doesn't get in. But for me, going on the Cookie point, I, I, I don't remember a lot of him. But when you hear people speak about him and you do a bit of research on him, he, he was well well respected. And I think the injuries did really hamper his career. Wasn't he out for like two years? At, at yeah. When you got in the Premier League. At Blackburn. At Blackburn, Blackburn, wasn't it? He was out for about two years. And I think it really, it really, and he had the car crash at Fulham when he was there. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And I think uh, Jimmy Bullard talks about quite highly of him as a, of his, as a manager. But he was saying when, when, when he speaks, is that as a, as a centre-back, he was just a beast. And I'm going to go um, Holland's one. I think Egiog and uh, Elliot, I think both uh, okay. both underrated. We were just saying about the, the, who was better out of Egiog and Southgate. Um, they're quite a, a close call for who would be the better centre-back. And I think we all agree that Southgate was a bit more uh, intelligent on the uh, on the ball, read the game a bit better. Egiog was probably faster, a bit more of a bruiser. Um, so I think Southgate got a lot more caps, I think, because of his intelligence. But yeah, I, I'm with you, um, Holland, and I think Egiog and Elliot. Harper, I don't think there's room for Bruce, but go for it anyway. Yeah, well, this is bollocks. How about that? Listen, everyone's got their opinions, and Dave Onan's come out of a corker there with old Elliot because he was, I, I loved him. Like, so I can't believe how Bruce ain't in it. Like, in my opinion, like, I'm going to go Steve Bruce and uh, Matt Elliot. Okay, so centre backs, we're going with a majority vote with Ugo Egiog and Matt Elliot. So now we're going to start on the left hand side. So we'll start with this one on uh, Graham. Yeah, um, I did put me. I was just going to recap who we had then, but um, I was going to say, uh, just recap. We've got Martin in goal, haven't we? We've got um, Winterburn at left back, Rob Jones at right back, and Elliot and Ekiog in the middle. Right, um, left wing, left wing for me. Um, you, I don't know if you agree. It's basically based on his left foot. It was a wand, um, Steve Guppy. You might turn your nose up, but just based on his left foot. Um, he didn't have a. He was an old, old-fashioned winger. I mentioned Kachelskis a few years ago. Not the same level as him. Don't get me wrong, but pumping balls into the box, brilliant left foot. I like him, Dave. I like him. I like your. I like your decision there. I'm not saying mine at the moment, but I like him. The reason being, what you just said, like you know who he reminds me of, like you know, like Albrighton now and like Harvey Barnes. Pretty similar. Yeah, similar. Yeah, similar. I know. I know where you're going with that. Yeah. I've gone for Rule Fox. I thought he was. I thought he was rapid. He could take on a player, you know, beat a man, whipping a nice cross. So, yeah, no, so for me, I, I think I think no one ever mentions old Rule Fox, and I thought he was decent. So, uh, that's my pick. Holland. Yeah? Can you stop throwing these these mad ones out there? Because that's another classic. Thank you. Rule Fox. He was, everything you said there, that's what he was, wasn't he? Tottenham, Norwich and Newcastle. God's sake. <laughs> no, good tip. Good pick. Good pick, boy. Miller? <laughs> I had Rule Fox, but I'm going to chuck another name in there. Nicky Barnby, underrated at Tottenham. He'd done well for England when he stepped into that environment. But yeah, Nicky Barnby was my backup from Rule Fox. Uh, Lee Sharp. I've gone for Lee Sharp, left mid. Uh, Lee, Lee, have you just done the, um, the May United team of the 90s? Because you, you know, you're getting close to it now. What? Because I said Bruce and Sharp. Palestine, you said Palestine, Paul Parker. No, I, I mentioned Palestine. I said what about I Winterburn. And bold. This is the <laughs> Arsenal and Man United combination. Yeah. Oh, they were the best of the 90s. Just be honest. 
Well, that's your brother okay. rated for the best. So not right? underrated then. They weren't really first, like well, Bruce was the first. Yeah. But like I said, my team was based on England, like not making England like appearances. That's what I've I, I've said it from day one. Okay. Right? What's that song? What's that song out of Frozen? Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Ooh, okay, so my left mid- midfielder, funny enough, was a toss-up between Guppy and Fox, and I went with Guppy. And I'll tell you why. I'll, I'll just go over the, the stats very quickly if we're going through that. So um, uh, Steve Guppy did have an England. Oh, so you're not having Lee Sharp, by the way. You're not having Lee Sharp, by the way. <laughs> Hold on. So Steve Guppy right. um, played 161 times, nine goals and 34 assists. Yeah. Whereas Rule Fox had 223 appearances. He scored 36 goals and he had 44 assists. So I went with Guppy because I think Rule Fox statistically was slightly better but I think he, he was in a better team at the time than, than Leicester arguably so I, I, my choice was Guppy rightly onto Lee Sharp Gornen underrated how was he underrated well he was never mentioned like what how you were saying about Rule Fox he was like the he was the best player in the Norwich team like in, in the Newcastle team Lee Sharp he was never mentioned like he's like my Winterburn he went under the radar like I said regard my my team is based on not enough England cats when I eight feel like cats. they should have. You got yeah. eight cats. Guppy got one. Eight. Yeah, well, one more than he should have. <laughs> <laughs> Graham, can you come in on this? Uh, well, what, are we voting now, are we? Or are we still no, going no, on no. Lee Sharp? What's your thing? opinion on, on Lee Sharp against, say, Steve Guppy or Rule Fox? Well, obviously, the early 90s, Lee Sharp was... Uh, I've mentioned it on the first or second... Uh, Pod about him supplying balls on the opposite wing to Kanchelskis, to Canton, McLaren Hughes. He was a fantastic player, doesn't about shadow it out. Um, because he, the thing is, quizzes at Man United, this is where the eyebrows get raised, don't they? Obviously, there is underrated players at United, and you could put Lee Sharp in it, but uh, oh, I, I, this, is, this, this is a really tough position, isn't it? Because Dave Holland again has come out with Rule Fox, and now without looking at any footage of him, I can remember him, he was bloody everywhere on the ring, wasn't he? He was a bit like uh, Rod Wallace sort of, sort of player. I'd love to have Steve Guppy um, just because of that foot, but he did go missing a lot of games. It's, for me, it's between Fo- Barnby, good shout, but I remember him being centre mid more than left wing. It's between Fox and Shot for me, boys. Uh, Miller, do you want to defend Barnby and give us a, what, what's Barnby? Why is he going to be in the team? No, I just like I liked him. He played out on the left quite a bit for Tottenham and England. I don't remember that to be honest. I liked him as a footballer. But oh, Miller, Miller, oh, I couldn't I couldn't fit him in the middle, so he was my backup for the left. Ads, are you having Barnby over Lee Sharp and left mid? But I've already said Rule Fox. Rule Fox was my number one. But then I chucked Nicky Barnby in. So Rule Fox was more underrated than Lee Sharp. Yes. All right. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, I'll go with that. Okay, I think we have a vote on this one. So left side of the midfield, who are we going with? We're going to go Lee Harper. Who are we going for you? Are you sticking with Sharp? Lee Sharp, mate. Uh, Lee Sharp. Holland. Yeah. Rule Fox was never underrated, but go on. Holland. <laughs> what? And, and Lee Sharp was. Yeah. Oh. So Harper, you're sticking with Lee Sharp, Sharp. mate. Holland, you I'm, I'm sticking with my pick because I want this whole team to be a Dave Holland eleven. So uh, it's real Fox for me. Graham, yeah, it's not because it's a Dave Holland eleven, but I'm going to go Fox basically because he was a bit more consistent than Guppy. Um, Guppy had a better left foot. Uh, yeah, I'm going to make it with Fox. I'm afraid. Yeah, real Fox. This is not my original one. And I'm going to also go with Rule Fox. I can see what you've all done here. I can see, I can see what you've all done here. I can see what you've done. Wait, piss me off. I can see what you did. Let's go on to the right wing now. Uh, we'll start with this one with Harper. We're going to start with you on the right wing. Please don't let it be an Arsenal or a Man United player because I don't think they're going to get in. So, right, right wing. Here we go. I bet he says David Beckham. How David did you know? 
it's David. No, it's not. It's uh, Stuart Ripley. Oh, uh, that's a good one. That's a good one, Lee. It's about time you spoke some sense. Graham? He, uh, yeah, Lee took the words out of my mouth. Stuart Ripley, 100%. Um, old-fashioned winger once again. Knew exactly what he was doing. Beat a man, beat a man, pump it in. Sutton, um, Shearer. You mentioned, yesterday was on about the Sutton thing and Holland mentioned about the assist with Shearer. I, you know, when you think about it, the assist Ripley and Wilcox on the other wing, they must have set up shitloads for them pair because they were old-fashioned wingers, weren't they? Do you remember the amount of balls used to pump in? You don't see it in this day and age. But no, yeah, I've got well, Ripley written down, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it was just similar yeah. to Guppy, but better. Hey, that was four four two in the 90s. Like, that's all yeah. it was. There, there, yeah. there was no... Yeah. There was no false nine. There was no like like four three three. That's what it was. Two big lumps at the front. Anyway, can I just add? Can I just add a little quick? Sorry, can I just add a little quick story about Stuart Ripley? Um, do you remember when England had to beat um, San Marino seven nil or seven one um, to qualify for the World Cup USA '94? Do you remember that? And then they had to rely on Poland beating Holland. Anyway, Graham Taylor picked Stuart Ripley over Matt Letizier. Matt Letizia threw his dummy out the, out the pram and said, why are you picking Ripley? No disrespect, but I'm a better player than you. Apparently, it's Graham Taylor turned around and said, you can't do what Ripley does if you go missing in games. I need him to throw balls into the box for Ian Wright and um, Shearer maybe at the front at the time he was playing. So, yeah, that was a little, little thing. He picked Ripley because of what he can do. He needed seven goals. He needed Ripley to get that ball into that box and, and score. They, they, obviously, they lost 7-1, didn't they, because that early goal. But, yeah, there's a little story I know about Ripley and Letizia. Yeah, Ripley for me. I don't need a debate on that for me. Yeah, this again, the midfield's hard for me because the players that I'm thinking of can play all across the middle on the wing in the mid, in the centre or right or left. Andy Sinton. What? You'd be an Arsenal centre midfielders, bruv. Yeah, Andy Sinton, QPR. Very good player. He in the centre mid? No, I'm not saying right centre mid. mid. Right mid. But he could play all the way across the middle. That's oh, yeah. what players that I'm looking at. My bad can play all the way across because I can't remember Andy Sinton at QPR just sticking to one flank at any time. Him and um, Sinclair at the time or MP, they they kept on changing over when I was down there watching and yeah, Sinton, very good. But I've gone from the from uh, the Romford Pele, Mr Ray Parler. I've, I've got him, Dave, for the next one, yeah. I don't care what anyone says. He, he, he's underrated. You just look at that team that he was in. No one's picking him ahead of any of them players. And uh, and for me, he was quality. He he brought to the table just as much as any other them players, but just don't get any credit for it. Yeah, he never yeah, got he the credit he deserved. And it wasn't until we scored that goal in the cup final, people started talking about Ray Parler. That's a bank. I've got Ray Parler for centre mid in my next one, mate. That's Okay, oh, so yeah. I, I went with Nobby Solano at Newcastle. Um, I thought he was a fantastic little winger. I, I don't know. I just like Solano. I think he's a, he's, a, he's a fun player to watch. I think that's hard to put him in underrated. It is. How, a, sorry, it's sorry. Paul, how long was he playing the nineties for? How long was uh, Solano playing? It's only two seasons. Two seasons. Two seasons. Yeah. Yeah. With the Ray Parler one, uh, I, I don't know if he was underrated. He, only, he played three hundred eighty times nearly for Arsenal. He was underrated, man. Hold on, hold on. Do you know how many goals he got? Twenty. Do you know how many assists he got? Twenty. Does that sound oh, like something? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Are we, we doing this, yeah? Yeah, because we're in the Premier League. Hold on. In the Premier League, 379 appearances, 20 goals for a right winger, 20 assists. I mean, Ripley, 240 games, 14 goals, 45 assists. Ray Parler was in a much better team than Stuart Ripley. So Ray Parler, even though it says he started 92, he never broke into that team till 96, 97. That's fine. Still 20 goals, 20 assists, mate. It's not exactly um, lighting up anywhere. 
really. I would say not a good player then, Paul. But it's not just about scoring and assisting being nope. in the field, is it's it? He's done for the team and what he brought to the team. So it's how, the Holland show. Another one in the bag. So, is he underrated or was he rated correctly? He was. He was. He, good was, he was underrated. Mate, all those stories they hear about him and the plane and all that. Mate, that's sick. Listen, that's what we all. That's what we we all want to be. Like that, that's us in in a nutshell. In all like in all honesty, he, he fitted into a team of world class players. Yeah, no, he like so he went under the radar in a team in in that Arsenal team who was was absolutely quality. He, no one, you know, half people wouldn't even know he was played. He played, but he was quality, and that's what makes him underrated in a team with Overmars, Bergkamp, Petit, Vieira, Anelka. You don't you did you, you don't put Ray Parlow ahead of any of them when you're talking about that team, and that's what makes him underrated. Graham? Ripley for me for right midfield, Paul. I'm sticking with Ripley because of the damage he used to do. Okay, let's go for a quick vote because I'm with Ripley, so it's two for Ripley. Holland, your pick? I'm, stay- I'm sticking with Parler. Harper? I did say Ripley. I'm now going Raymond Parler. Miller? Ray Parler on the right, not in the middle. Parler on the right. Yes! Looking very um, Arsenal heavy now. Yes. Go for two central midfielders. I want you to name both central midfielders. And then we'll go through a process of elimination. So this one I'm going to start off with Graham, centre midfield. Right, because I had Ray Parler at centre mid, I can't have him anymore. So I haven't got really got a backup one. So the one I'm going to go for, I'm only picking one, by the way. Um, I, I don't know if any of you guys remember him, but he was a, he was a forgotten flair player, Croatian international. Harper might know. Asanovic. Do you remember Alicia Asanovic at Derby? Derby. Yeah. Ball at feet. Fantastic. A bit like King Clancy, but better. So I'm saying, you guys, you guys are shaking your head. He's a forgotten man. No, I don't know. I've never heard of him. No, fair, fair enough. But for me, wasn't spoken enough about. Wasn't there very long. But when he was there, beautiful to watch to the eye. So, yeah, Asanovic for me, lads. Any, anybody listening, they might know him as well. So, Asanovic. Uh, my two I've gone for is David Batty and Colton Palmer. Jamie Redknapp and Sean Davis. And Harper? I've also gone for David Batty. Even though he had 42 caps for England. So you're going uh, against everything you voted for. You're now just changing that and just changing up how you're picking players. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I'm going for Bay. And I know we said 4-4-2, but my other centre midfield is a little bit forward. No, it's Matthew Lississier. Oh, for God. No way. He's a striker. Do you know what underrated means? How we're doing this uh, team? They're underrated. Because you just said Batty... Had 44 caps, and he's got to get everything you've said about the whole picks. Then you put oh, a tissue in no oh, caps, oh, whatever, no caps. What, what, What's underrated? What's underrated? He didn't yeah, move. If he, went to another club, if he went to another club, he wouldn't be underrated in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I went with uh, George Botang and Muzzy, is it? I thought Botang at Villa was a fantastic... I tried to pair them up. I know you don't have to, but I thought Botang... As a, as a covering midfielder in that era where there was, a, there was a, a really a lot of players in that position and Muzzy is it I thought Muzzy is it was fantastically underrated and again a bit like Steve Guppy what Graham said in and around the box and, and scoring important goals I think is it was a fantastic player I think Batty yeah Batty's a good choice I, I would definitely pick Batty ahead of Letizia in fact I'll probably pick most players ahead of Letizia as underrated Letizia was a forward what's this centre midfield crap well, no, because he's gone for attacking midfield, he's gone for one and then one. I put him in a hole. I put him in a hole. I put him in the ten, no? I put him in yeah, I put him in I put him in the ten behind the two strikers that I've got. He had oh, do you know how many cats he had for England? Go on. Eight. Do you yeah. know how many bat he had? But he had forty four. This is my point being, yeah. Letitia, he's in the hole for me. But that's fine, you can have him. 
You can have him in the hole, yeah, but he ain't yeah. getting in the team. Well, I will have him. I will. <laughs> Just like Bruce. Hey, thanks for that. But, hey, he, for me, he's underrated. He's picked a world 11. He ain't... He, he, <laughs> I know, no underrated players at least. He ain't picked one underrated player. <laughs> Honestly, you might, have... just, you might as well just throw him up front with Van Nistelrooy. We're done with it. Mate, eight England caps. Eight, eight, eight England caps. Eight. He was overweight. He was lazy. He didn't push himself on. He could underrated have gone... then. That's what I'm saying. No, he, could... no, he was underrated. He was perfectly rated. Oh. He never pushed himself for a challenge. So he found his level and he stayed there. Yeah, um... Oh, we'll skip past the Tissio, shall we? Um, I'm going to... Uh, I like I like Hollands. I like David Hollands again. I'm, I'm not saying unfortunately. He's come out with some good ones. Um, David Batty, Grafter. I said Batty, how about that? And Lee said Batty as well. Yeah, it's quite hard because I want to stick with Asanovic because I've got Ali any, yeah. Um, the is a conversation for rated players, not underrated. So, so I'm going to skip past him. Um, you lads don't... Lee remembers him, but the rest of you don't remember Asanovic, so you ain't going to go for him. Been. Big Carlton. I was a big fan of Carlton at Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, it's tough, isn't it? Um, well, Jamie Redknapp. Jamie Redknapp's a good I shout. Said, I said Jamie Redknapp. I thought Jamie Redknapp was a decent player. Like, he had bad injuries and stuff, but he could play. Very unlucky, but yeah. underrated. Wait, who, who, who said Redknapp? I said Redknapp. Six shout. Jamie Redknapp or David Batty? Oh, that's tough. One. Jamie Redknapp, I would have said. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, so I, that takes Bailey out of the equation. Yeah, I, 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 had a, I had a couple of other players talked down as well that I crossed out earlier today. I had Craig Hignett. Remember him? He wasn't sending oh, right. was he? Was he, he a forward? He? he was in the number 10 with Latiz. Yeah. He was more of a forward, Dave. I had Steve Lomas. What were we thinking about Muzzy, is it? Again, yeah, decent. Underrated. Yeah, good yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, Paul? You know, to because I think we're going around analysis a little bit now. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw him in, Muzzy, is it? And I'm going to stay with my Asanovic for flair. So I'm going to have, I'm going to have a bit of flair in the middle of the park because I wanted Parla there, but I couldn't have him. So yeah, is it an Asanovic for Dave Graham? For me, I'm going to go Red Nap and Muzzy, is it? Yeah, Red Nap, but no, I go Red Nap and is it? Because yeah, I, I forgot. Is it good player? Uh, yeah, no, I agree with the Muzzy, is it shout? I'm going to stick him in with Batty. So for me, Batty and is it decent midfield that? And Harper? Um, I'm definitely going with Muzzy, is it? Because I loved him as a player. And so that's a great shout. All right. So I'm going to go Batty and uh, Muzzy. So we've got, a t- we've got a tie there, lads. Do you want a ball winning midfielder in IE, David Batty, or Bernat? Who can actually pass ball as well. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but that, yeah, but that's what Muzzy is in the team, in my opinion. So, how many caps did Jamie Redknapp get? Caps fire injuries, though. No, 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 if we're going to go by caps from half a system, then then surely Redknapp goes ahead of Batty. <laughs> well, I didn't write that clown down. I thought I had Letizia. mate. He was. I, I can't. I still can't believe you lot have shot him down. Right. But Redknapp got seventeen caps. 17. So can you agree that Redknapp's going to go in? It's going to be Redknapp, and is it? Now we go to the big boys, the boys that get you the goals, the boys that win you games. So my first pick, and we mentioned him last week on, on the episode, was Dion Dublin. So up, my, up front, I've gone with Dion Dublin and Kev Campbell. So I think both of them were fantastic. I think as a pair, they would work very well. But also I think individually, I think uh, Dublin was one of the most underrated strikers in the Prem in that period. And so was Kev Campbell. Um, let's go to uh, Holland on this one. Who are you going first? Uh, my first pick was Rod Wallace. Now... The reason I picked him because his middle name is Seymour and that is just unbelievable for me. <laughs> so uh, just to that alone, that's got to put him up there. 
But no, I thought Rod Wallace was a good player. Uh, get, get you a goal. They never really, never really done it at like a big club because uh, well, he never had the chance. But when he went to Rangers, he, he, he tucked a few as well. So I think he was a good goal scorer. I mean, if you think of the strikers that were in, in around that, he, he's never getting a look in. I'm going to do a Lee Harper here. Ollie Gunner Solskjaer. Now, yes, he played at Man United. Now, he was a super sub. Yeah, he was. He, he, you chucked him on the last few minutes and he nicked you a goal. He was a he was a great goal scorer, and I feel like he was underrated. Yeah, even though he was in the night, he, he, he scored in the Champions League final. Yes, yes, all that, all that. But he was never a starter. And for me, he would have got in anyone else's team. But he was a super sub for Man United. For me, that made him underrated. Um, yeah, I see where Dave's going with that. Um... I wouldn't put him as underrated personally because when he did come on, he was rated. But I see what I see what he's trying to say. I've got David Hurst in my team. David Hurst, for people that listen to this, go and have a look at him on YouTube. I don't know if you knew this, Paul. Alex Ferguson tried to sign him six times. Yeah, there's one word that sums up David Hurst: injury. The bloke had the lot, mate. He had the lot. Oh, he was he was massive. He looked overweight, but he wasn't. He could dribble. He could. He used to score. He used to break the back of the net. The bloke. I think he scored. I, I did write it down. I thought I did. Oh, yeah, he scored uh, 106 goals and tried 94 appearances. And most, most of that time, he was injured. Um, yeah, for Sheffield Wednesday, I mean, he had a spell at Southampton, but for Sheffield Wednesday, I think he got like three caps for England as well. But he was, I, I believe he was called up for England a lot more. But when the time came around, injured. Yeah. So I'm going with Hurst, um, Percy, for what I remember and saw of him. And this is, um, I don't know if you've got boys who agree, I found this guy very exciting. Uh, he could dribble, he had pace. And he was always in goal of the month at the beginning of the Premier League. It was uh, Coventry's Peter Unlove. Harper, who are you going with? Well, listen, look, obviously, I love Graham's. Like, if you listen, Unlove and Hurst, like, that for me, it, it, it tickles me. Yeah. But they could never be in, uh, in this underrated 11, in my opinion. There's no way. Like, he I think he's got a with Hurst. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he, might want, he might want to butt in sooner, but there's no way. There is so many underrated English strikers above David Hurst. My front two are Dion Dublin and Stan Collymore. <laughs> and you and you go on about Hurst. You're putting Coll- how much did Ollie Collymore cost, Lee? Seven and a half million. Record fight. And record at that time, how much was that a British record? Yeah. That's underrated, is it? <laughs> Wait, David Graham, it's my opinion. How about that? Yeah, David Hurst is mine. In my opinion, you poo pooed him. Collymore, he's killed me with Collymore. He's done it with Dion Dublin, is decent. Come up with that. Yeah, underrated, definitely. Miller. His team, in his team, he's got Bruce, Letizia, and Collymore. <laughs> All right. Um, but that's a good team. This is supposed to be underrated. That's what he's laughing at. Okay. So, Collymore. You're two Miller? Darren Huckleby. And one that I don't think gets enough credit for his playing career is Emil Heskey. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Anyone got an opinion on Oli? None at all. Quality. It was rated as far as I'm concerned. I, get, I see where Dave was going with it, coming off of the bench and whatnot, but... I'd put him in a decent side, if that makes sense. You know, that's what I'm saying. He wasn't a starter in Man United's team, but would, he no, was no one in the yeah, nineties going to put Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in their in their starting eleven. I think the whole off the bench thing was a bit of a, a bit of a myth. He rode Ferguson rotated Solskjaer, Sheridan, Cole, and York quite consistently. He did get a lot of goals off the bench, but he started a lot of games. United, he's, he's well rated. Obviously, I don't know about everyone. General view. Well, that's, but, no, that's um, fair enough. I thought I'd throw it out there because you know he could be. He no. could be. Isn't he? 
No, yeah, I, I think it's a good good choice, but I, I, I think he's, he's rated quite highly. But David Hurst, one of Graham said, I, I looked at him and I, I pulled him out because I thought I don't remember enough about him. I looked at a lot of the goals on YouTube and read up about him. And I thought I just don't know enough or what I've seen enough of him naturally to put him in. Whereas everyone else I've picked up, I've seen and I can remember. So that's why I put picked him up. But the Ferguson one was interesting. I only I thought it was three times um, that he, he tried to sign him. But for Ferguson to keep going back for a player, th- there must have been something there. What you said then, but like you're talking about Manchester United, the biggest club in the 90s, like, well, still to this day, and they couldn't sign David Hurst. And you're saying, and you're saying they tried, but they failed. We tried, we tried to sign Shearer twice, and that failed. We tried to sign yeah. Gaza twice, and that failed. Wait, wait, there's a reason, because he didn't want to join Man United. And Shearer didn't want to join United. That's it. That's that. That's the only reason why. It wasn't about money. David Hurst, oh, well, obviously, he didn't want to join United. Otherwise, no, he didn't want to go. No, 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 you're incorrect. No, who was the manager at the time? Is it Wilkinson? Uh, Trevor Francis. Francis, sorry. Francis um, blocked the move three times. All three times he went in and tried to go, he said, no, you're not going anywhere. I can't afford to lose you. So in that day, the player power weren't David there. Wasn't are you hearing what I just said? Yeah, but the player power that's there now wasn't there back in back in the nineties, early ninety two, ninety six. The, the player, if you weren't going somewhere, the manager said you ain't going somewhere. You ain't going somewhere. If the manager went, you're off. You're off. For me, it's, for me, I'm going with Hurst and Dublin. Miller. Yeah, um, I've got to put Emil Heskey in there. I've got to keep Emil Heskey in there. If, if any of you guys talked about strikers from say mid nineties on, not one of you would put Emil Heskey in the category of a top top player because he's not. <laughs> No, that's what I'm saying. He's underrated. He's underrated. What he done at Leicester and then what he offered in the noughties to Liverpool and to England with the partnership with Owen, very underrated player. He's not underrated. He's not good. Over 500 games, Miller. Not good. Not good. Miller, 500 Heskey, games, not good. 100 goals. Just over 100 goals. Not appreciating games. what that guy does for a football team. He was playing on the shoulder, strong, direct, but people never gave him the credit for being a ruthless striker that will rip a net, that can play on the shoulder. When he went to Liverpool, he adapted his game. You can't take that intelligent and call a man shit when you play that many games for England. I never, I never said he was shit. Oh, look at Germany, England, like 5 1. Like, like, yeah. Well, Heskey, he was underrated. You got from the whole movies. When, when he went into the England team, the whole nation was like, what's Emil Heskey in the team for? What's he in the team for? Underrated for what he'd done for the team. It's underrated. I always said that my, my team was uh, not enough England caps, in my opinion. I, I, I think I think if you're defining underrated, you divide opinion. Right. On, on the person, on the person, yeah? So if you say, just say, for instance, you say... Uh, Parler, you go, oh, no, it's uh, Dixon. You go, no, no, he's good. He goes, oh, no, I didn't rate him. You divide opinion. I don't see an opinion being divided when you talk about the Tissier. Agreed. I, 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 agree, I, agree, I, I agree with all, like, what you're saying. But what I'm trying to say, listen, this fella, yeah, right, so if he was this good and you're saying he, he wasn't underrated, didn't a top four sign him? Who? Sign who? Why? The Tissier. Why did he... he didn't want to go anywhere. It's the same as Shearer, you idiot. Shearer didn't want to go anywhere. <laughs> Shearer wanted to go to Newcastle. Shearer could have gone to Man United and he turned him down because he wanted to go to his boyhood club. That You said that. And Letizia didn't go anywhere because he wanted to stay at Southampton and battle relegation. He didn't want to test himself. And he, he's arcs now and he can't go back on it. Oh, do you regret it? No, no, I don't regret it. don't regret it. Bullshit. Biggest regret of his life is not leaving. Or he was happy at that level and thought, do you know what? I make a nice bit of money. 
I'm love I'm my superstar here. I've got a legend. He wants to be the best player. He wants to be the best player in the eleven. Is that what you say? Yeah. But yeah. Listen, what would you I understand mean? that. I, I, I do want to listen. For me, Heskey's overrated. I don't think he's underrated. I, I, I think he's overrated. I, I don't think he should never have got a move to Liverpool. I think he went down too easy for such a big man. I think he, he, his goal ratio was poor. His assist stats were okay. I, I think he's got like 50 stats in uh, 50 or 60 assists in 500 games. For 53 assists in 500 games. 110 goals. Un- overrated for me. He was good at Leicester. I don't deny that. But, uh, but what, like, we're talking 90s, though. Like, let's, let's get that right. We're in the 90s. Yep. He's very underrated. My vote for underrated strikers, I'm picking my two, is Dion Dublin. I'm taking whoever said that, I'm taking that. Uh, I can see where Miller's going with Heskey, but I, 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 yeah, I just don't think we can put him in. Uh, I'm going to go with one of mine, Rod Wallace. So I was saying there's two strikers, Rod Wallace and Dion Dublin. Wallace was more underrated than Darren Huckabee. Oh, uh, no. Do you know what? No, I forgot that you said Huckabee. His career, I don't think he's underrated. I think he was an average player. I think he was an average player that, that played an average team and he was at his right level. Leeds were, were one of the best teams in the country. Mm. He didn't really do it. So I, for me, for that reason, I, I wouldn't put him as, as underrated. I think he was a good player at Coventry, a bit like Heskey in my opinion. I, I, I think Heskey was a good player at Leicester, but I don't think he was underrated at Leicester. I think he was at his level. Whereas Dublin uh, at Villa scored goals in the top 10 most seasons. Then he went to Villa and he banged in goals. So for me, I think, and Dublin, they talk about caps. He didn't get a lot of caps. So I, I think Dublin for me, and I think Kev Campbell was a fantastic striker. Um, four. That's how many he got, four. How many he got? Oh, Dublin got four caps. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's outrageous. He was a better well, how, player. How, how many do you think Collymore got England caps? How many? Stan Collymore got three England caps, right? So but when I mentioned him, like everyone started laughing. How oh, was he underrated? Ah! Right. Three England caps, yeah. Seven and a half million transfer fee, world record transfer fee. Oh, is Dub- so are we going for Dublin? So Dublin's our number one. Everyone agrees Dublin's going yeah, in. I'm agreeing Dublin's in. Dion and Collymore. Dublin's top heavy, yeah. So I'm going to have to go with the majority of Dublin and I'm sticking with David Hurst. If nobody's seen him, then it's just your own fault. He's, he was that good. You know, seriously, take a look at David Hurst. I mean, Alex Ferguson doesn't try and sign a player six times if he's pants, does he? I mean, let's be fair. I've, I've picked Wallace. Miller's picked Heskey, and ain't, ain't Mickey and McGrayon picked Hurst. So, so we've got, we've got I, yeah, if we've got listen, Hurst and Dublin. Yeah, Huckabee and Heskey, Dublin Wallace, Dublin Collymore, Dublin Hurst. So it's Hurst and Dublin by the looks of it, boys. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's it. We're good. Oh, well, that was exhausting. <laughs> so we finally have our Phoenix Five Ultimate Eleven underrated players. In goal, we have Nigel Martin. At left back, Nigel Winterburn. At right back, Jones. Centre backs, Ugo Egiog and Elliot. On the left mid, Raul Fox. On the right mid, Ray Parler. In the centre, Jamie Redknapp and Muzzy Is It. Up top, David Hurst and Dion Dublin. But the twist is, I'm going to ask Paul the Arsenal questions and I'm going to ask Dave the Man United questions. So it's multiple choice, A, B, C. I'll go first. Right, Okay. question number one. In 1995, Arsenal signed Glenn Helder from which club? A, Feyenoord, B, Vitesse Arnhem or C, Villarreal? B. B? Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Vitesse Arnhem. That's one point for Paul. Second question for Paul. I'm going to do your three and then Dave's, okay? 
So in 1994, Arsenal won the European Cup Winners' Cup. Who did they beat in the final? Was it A, Paris Saint-Germain, B, Palmer, or C, Real Zaragoza? Don't know this one. I'm going to go Palmer. What? They lost to Zaragoza the year after, Lee. Naeem from the halfway line. That was the year after. That's two out of two, Paul. Right, your final question. In, ni- in 1992, fourth division Wrexham stunned Arsenal, first division Arsenal, by knocking them out the third round of the FA Cup at the racecourse ground. Wrexham won by what score? A, 1-0, B, 2-0, or C, 2-1? A. No, the answer was 2-1 to Wrexham. Mickey Thomas's famous goal. So you've got two out of three, Mickey. Lovely. Beat that, Holland. Uh, in 1999, Man United signed calamity keeper Massimo Taibi, only playing four games before being moved on to Regina. But where did United sign him from? Was it A, Regina, B, Venezia, or C, PSV Eindhoven? Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. A. The answer was B, <laughs> Venezia. In 1994, Aston Villa beat Man United 3-1 in the League Cup final at Wembley. Two goals from Dean Saunders and one from Dalian Atkinson made, Villa, made up Villa's three goals. But who scored United's goal? Was it A, Roy Keane, B, Mark Hughes or C, Lee Sharp? Uh, Mark Hughes. Well done, it was B, Mark Hughes. In 1993, United signed Roy Keane from Nottingham Forest for at the time was a British transfer record fee. How much did they pay? Was it A, 5.2 million? B, 3.75 million or C, 4.25 million? 3.75. Correct. Sudden death now. First one to say your name, not the answer, your name. I'll take the first one I hear, okay? That's the period. That's if you know the answer. Right, listen carefully. Here we go. Andy Cole played for both Man United and Arsenal. But which other London club did he play for? Right, Dave Holland. Holland. I heard Holland first. Fulham. Correct. 3-2, David Holland. Well done. Beauty! Bat, bat! Good quiz, Dave. Good, (laughs) Good quiz, Graham. Well, thanks everyone again for listening to the Phoenix Five Show. We really would like it if you can follow on the Instagram page. All you have to do is type in the Phoenix Five Show. That's the Phoenix Five, F-I-V-E show. And join and follow all our social media. Alternatively, you can email us at thephoenix5show at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. Podcast Network.